Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on Want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Hi, and welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Tom Model. Spell backwards. That's so sweet. So wholesome. It's my cover girl, Top Model. Great. Good. 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 I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg. If you didn't know, and um, it's like fruity. These things. I'm JW Crump and. From 13 to 7 to 5 to now, 3 is like crazy to me. And I'm Alexander Price, and if my fortune cookie could say one thing, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guys, we made it. We're here. It's the end (laughs) of everything, maybe. Our sanity. We're, we're, We're at the end of the most iconically despised cycle and i don't know i think we've both had more fun and less fun than ever before (laughs) we did it together yeah talking cycle nine episode 13 as it is always known so it shall always be known the girl who becomes america's next top model i can't wait for the cycle where it's that's not the title and there's there's just a fury that ignites within us you mean next cycle i'm pretty sure (laughs) next next cycle cycle. Uh oh it's just called like michael kors or whatever the fuck it is but let's remember let's look back on the cycle whoa guys how many different types of blonde is chantal we the show doesn't seem to know where chantal is from thank you she is they say they've forgotten (laughs) <laughs> Jenna's forgettable, but really it seems like they don't remember Chantal. She's both a beach blonde, a California girl, and also a bubbly blonde from Texas. She's a bubbly blonde and a Barbie blonde, who the judges wonder if she has what it takes to become extraordinary. And in the meanest yep. editing that yep. I have ever seen on the show, they cut to her sexy lime popsicle moment. That, mm-hmm. me, that was cruel. Yeah unnecessarily cruel yeah they also are cruel to other girls because in this they do a montage of losers that say and some of them never got off the ground cut to mila victoria and janet Uh, and they also cut to janet trying to hide her underwear also they say some exceeded expectations and the people they choose is very suspicious interesting right because it was lisa jenna heather Chantal, Bianca, and Celicia. And I'm like, some of these storylines are that they were great from the beginning. The whole time. Yeah. And I get that they're just like, here was the top six. It's it's kind of funny to me that we get a montage of nine of the girls, but sorry, Kimberly. Sorry, Sorry, Ambriel. I'm a a little not surprised that they didn't show Ebony because (laughs) the show wants us to forget that they destroyed Ebony as a person. (laughs) Can Celicia prove that she's a model ready for the next level? She kind of already has before the show, so sure, probably. Uh, Jenna is described as a photogenic tomboy with a sarcastic streak, which is actually extremely accurate. Yeah, I was about to say. But can she turn on the charm and prove she's here to win? Remember, she's homesick. And not charming. Find out tonight. Right now. This Tyra Mail they get, this is the least enthused they have been about receiving a Tyra mail. Yeah, and I think yeah. at least a little part of it is the fact that they got it right after judging. Mm-hmm. So they're just sure. tired. Because it is noticeable that they're still in their couture dresses. Couture. Okay, we need to talk about it. Where are they getting these Tyra mails? 
stair in the stairwell, right? Between two enormous urns. Yeah. And also, that's where they chose to put the Jasmine 17 framed cover, which I understand because you're going to see it a lot. I get because it. Because it's an Airbnb that was already decorated, and this was the one wall that didn't have a picture on it. I just... Why here? Why is there not a better place in the apartment itself? I because they're sharing. Understand. It's actually a hostel, and they're sharing it with other people. <laughs> they're sharing it with what was her name? Becky. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> Becky, two Beckys, three, three Beckys, four. or four Beckys. <laughs> uh, this begins, though, a lot of uh, precog ability from some of these girls. Yeah, for real. Chantal says it's CoverGirl flavored lip gloss. And I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> it said flavor. Chantal, right after she says that, also just already has it in her hand. She's like, what? <laughs> oh, where'd this come from? Whoa. She has all 12 flavors. What? Sorry, sorry guys. The producers told me I was going to win. Was that? Should I, know <laughs> I saw the edit for the episode. Why is Celicia trying to convince us that she never thought she would make it this far? Where does this impulse come from? I don't know why. And I get that it's like a general thing you say. Like, it look, I get, we all get how TV works. Mm. If any of the three of us made it to the end of something at some point, we'd probably let the producers have a moment because we'd be like, wow, I can't believe it. I never imagined my way at the end. Even though I'm like, but also this group of girls has constantly talked about how they imagine moments. We yeah. did a sepia-toned flashback to Chantal and Celicia yes. talking about how they're going to be the final two. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we get another seer moment from Jenna when she says, I think that if you and I are bottom two tomorrow, I'll probably go home. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's odd. And then Chantal the can't must Spoiler alerts. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I'm this, sorry. This, this is my favorite <laughs> top model math word problem of all time. It's hard to think that two of us will be in the bottom two. Only one of us won't be. Also, I love that after Jenna talks about potentially going home if she's in the bottom with Celicia, Chantal can't muster up the energy and the empathy to say that she might be in the bottom two because she's like, who knows, guys? Maybe I'll be in the bottom. And then twirling her hair. Like, no, you don't think that at all, Chantal. When she does her top model math, she's like, well, I'm not going to be in the bottom too. So there's only two people left. Hey, guys, I just thought about it. When I get first photo, both of you are going to be in the bottom too. <laughs> <laughs> we head to the photo shoot. Welcome to paradise. Now, let me ask y'all a question. Is this paradise because Brent Poer is there? <laughs> Immediately. I thought of you. <laughs> okay. So because I, Mr. J says, Mr. J says JW's favorite phrase, which is, as you can see, we are here with Brent Power again. <laughs> so we've talked enough about my personal crush on, but also everyone's general like of Brent Power. And he continues to be pretty good in this episode. I did a little deep dive on where Brent Power is now. I think <laughs> he's enough of a character. Let's get a quick update. He's like new Dionk. A, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Now with more gay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> his ig profile and it's just like brent poe is the name um southerner former new yorker now living in la working in advertising and making some skincare products as a side hustle and Ooh. then a link to beauty with brent i think it's with brent he's currently the chief marketing officer for zenith 
which is giant. Wow. Which, so, and his, he's got a LinkedIn that's just pages of him being the, you know, multiple years being the executive of marketing lead. The coolest thing about his Instagram as a last note on him is, you know, how you can do the little highlights for old <laughs> stories. Yeah. There's the first one's a top model one. And it's all these, like, you, they've been like scanned or digitally put in old photos of him with Danny, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Mr. J and um, someone who I can't remember off the top of my head, but another top model person. And they just took this funny like series of photos that tells a little fake story about one of them, like Danny leaving one of them and finding a guy to fall in love with. And he was what? just, and at the end he's just like, this is what we do behind the scenes during downtime and <laughs> top model is just make Polaroid stories or whatever. Is this why Danny was so tired when she came on with Brent Power? Because <laughs> they were doing bits. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, wow, this is really cute. This is like really part of your life. And I'm interested to see if we see more of him because it seemed like it was a big part of his life. Me either. No, me either. Anyway, that's our Brent Power update. We are back to a classic CoverGirl super hard thing to say with CoverGirl wet slicks fruit spritzers. Slicks and spritz being in the same sentence is a nightmare for anybody. Also, why do you need wet and slicks in the same product name? Because this product is VV Junior. There is a real junior energy to this. Yeah. To give almost an unfair advantage to one of the people. Which? I don't know. Dana, because she's got two younger sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't it feel like it should be more of like a Fanta product? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they do kind of look like the Fanta girls. Especially when Jesseline shows up. <gasps> the four of them are not not Fanta girls. Yep. Well, now we're PC and we have a Fanta boy. So it's not it's not the 2020 Fanta moment. Christian Mark. I don't know what that means. Christian Mark is there. Oh, he's the Fanta boy? He's the Fanta oh. boy. <laughs> Jasmine is uh, here to remind. I feel us. so stupid <laughs> in my head. I just I registered Christian as like the religion, and then yeah. like a mark of Christianity, and I was like, "What stigmata <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> what happened?" Or a man named Mark who is a Christian. Christian. Oh, you, you mean know, Christian? Christian Mark. There's Christian Mark and there's Jewish Mark. Yeah. <laughs> mark Feuerstein forever. <laughs> oh my God. Jasmine is here to remind us, you find out so many things about yourself by being in this competition, it's not even funny. Jasmine also has a new friend, and it's her giant fan, and you <laughs> won't see her without it ever again. Nope. Yeah, of course Jasmine acquired a fan. <laughs> Why, for this CoverGirl ad, are the contestants doing their own makeup? Yes! Thank you. Especially when Sutan is sitting in a chair right there. Sutan is literally not doing his job. And we know that he gets fired at one point. I think this is near the end, right? (laughs) Because (laughs) at one point, Chantal is like touching up her makeup as Sutan like looks at her and then like doing it. (laughs) Also, I did like the cute moment though of Jenna asking Chantal about lemon. Like, Chantal, why is lemon your favorite? And she like goes into her cover girl lines. I was like, that's cute. And what a fun way to learn your lines. I do also like when Jenna is. trying to put she's like yeah it's fruity want to smell it and like shoving it at christian mark's face <laughs> that's how she's gonna be as a cover girl you smell it smell <laughs> just stabbing people with makeup how uh how bad did you feel as soon as you heard fortune cookie come Ooh. out of chantal's mouth 
Poor baby girl. That's not on her. No, it's not on her. That was copy. She had to memorize that. Also, they have to come up with their own? Also. No, she had to memorize it. Okay. Also, can you imagine if she had come up with that on her own? Oh, my God. No, I was asking, did they have to come up with what their fortune cookie saying was? Oh, that would be be very (laughs) cover girl. Top model to be like, what does my fortune cookie say? You'll get a refreshing. That's how you just wrote America's Next Top Model. (laughs) (laughs) Your lucky numbers are 13, 7, 5, and 3. You just won America's Next Top Model in bed. (laughs) Hannah, that (laughs) was the best callback joke any of us have ever done with lucky numbers 13, 7, 5, and (laughs) 3. That is so fucking smart. Y'all have to know out there that when someone does a joke that's like the perfect joke and it wasn't me, I'm both. At the same time, my duality is always so happy for the person and so jealous. Yeah. Like, I'm so mad that I didn't think about that. But the worst thing about it, hard hitting the fortune cookie line, is that this doesn't even look like it's in China or anything. No. No. So you would just be like, why is that white girl talking about fortune Fortune cookies? cookies. They don't even make them say anything in Chinese. Which, thank goodness, honestly. Are all the flavors named Splash? Yes. Okay. Are y'all ready? Yes. Because oh, I did. Oh, I am, but I want to be. I had a two-hour deep dive oh. today. Oh. It was all I did this morning before we recorded. Because Chantal is first, and she says there's 12 flavors. And so I think to myself, oh, we're seeing three of the flavors. I'll look up what the other 12 flavors are. Just before you a- b- before you go down this rabbit hole of crazy, okay? Why, why do we? I we should not name makeup flavors. We should not name products to not eat flavors, yeah. except for smelly markers forever. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. Sure. Well, I, they do that because they're all fruits. Yeah, and I get that. Now I thought to myself, JW, hey, good morning. Loving the ice latte you're drinking. <laughs> you're gonna look up these twelve flavors, and it's just gonna be like, here's the three from the show, and here's the nine others, and you're gonna get to relay this information. Ha ha ha. Maybe one of them's funny. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> the first thing I looked up only said there were nine flavors, and I was like, mm, that's weird. And then I saw a picture that showed all 12, but didn't show the names, only showed what the associated fruit looked like on there. But on that list of 12, there wasn't a lemon. So I was like, wait, so there's 13? Because lemon's one of them. (laughs) Then I only found out about some flavors from comments because this is a discontinued line. So now there's no way to currently order it. So I looked on some some eBay sites because that's the only way you could get the full collection for $90. Also, $90 for this child-ash makeup? Also, people love this product. People are like, why won't this come back? This was my shit. Everyone loved it, apparently. Some wet, slicks, fruits, spritzers. So here's the 14 confirmed flavors. What? (laughs) Okay. Here's the 14 that I have a photo of and a name for. That's a cover girl's dozen. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, It's because you're joking for two. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Okay. And I know there are listeners out there who are like, we don't give a a fuck about this. I don't care. (laughs) So we get the three that they said that we're all real. Tangerine, berry, and lemon. Berry's important. Lemon got discontinued. Okay. Also, for a while, Tangerine got rebranded to Clementine and then went back. (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. And they all just have splash. So literally all of the things I'm about to say are that word, splash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I even saw some photos of the product in the stores that said the name. And okay. you'll see why it's more insane that that's true soon. <laughs> <laughs> then you get raspberry, mm-hmm. strawberry. Now keep in mind, huh. strawberry is one of the three berries that are in berry, which is what Jenna did, even though she only eats a strawberry. So why not just do strawberry? Yeah. Anyway, raspberry, strawberry, blackberry. The next one's one of the most popular ones, cranberry. But people said it was the thing. Ew. Guava. Stop it. <laughs> you're, you're not even ready. Watermelon. Okay. A classic. Okay. Lychee, which that was the one that when they showed the product and not the name, I was like, what the fuck's this pink ass fruit? <laughs> Grapefruit, which is the hardest to get. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Papaya. Okay. I, these last two are real, I promise you. <laughs> caramel apple. Ugh. And it's called Caramel Apple Splash. Oh, and then the last one, the rarest among them all. The one splash to rule them all? Fig. <laughs> Again, tangerine, sometimes clementine, berry, lemon, raspberry, oh strawberry, God. blackberry, cranberry, guava, lychee, grapefruit, watermelon, papaya, caramel apple, and fig. JW, if you ever commit to a pet and you don't name it Fig Splash. <laughs> what the fuck does that taste like? A figgy pudding. Wait, but I can't tell you what a fig, a fig tastes like. A Fig Newton? Yeah, but, but that doesn't have that t- a taste, really. Oh, my God. That's so good. <laughs> Fig splash. Girls, and there in might a world be more. There might world be more. Fairies have the courage to be a fig. <laughs> I wish they gave one of them a fig. They had to hold a fig. <laughs> Just like, I wish they'd given one a caramel apple. I wanted berry. They have to hold all three. Like Jenna has to hold a strawberry, a blackberry, and a raspberry. Just well, like, that's the one she was doing. A I'm full, so... a full papaya. <laughs> also, a lychee, half peeled. I just also can't believe that they didn't do just at some point pineapple. Isn't that like one of the most common? Or tropical or banana. <laughs> Can you imagine the cover girl shot? It's just her in the Okay, we'll I'm on. shocked they didn't but give that to Chantal, to be this fair. Was so hard to look up all of these, but there was also so much evidence. It was worth it. Thank yeah. you for doing that. You're welcome. Okay, so Brent Poer says the most Southern and gay thing he's ever said. Because he goes, sorry, he goes, come on, honey. <laughs> she's not doing well, which has the energy of like sad gay southern father. Come on, honey. Guys, who wrote the line, a delicious fortune of refreshing shine? <laughs> Brett Power. I hope he did. Does whoever <laughs> wrote, every line. Does whoever wrote this commercial think that you eat the fortune? <laughs> oh, there's a fortune in this cookie? Oh. Uh-uh. Is it not on rice paper? Hmm. <laughs> That's how you make the fortune come true. Oh, I'll see. Chantal gives us her definition of a cover girl, which is someone who is friendly and loves life and loves delicious fruity lip gloss. <laughs> which, where's the lie? That is true. Also, Jenna says of her performance, I think I embodied a happy me who is also into this lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> what is up with the back of Jenna's dress? 
Yeah, there was something going on. I don't think it was like it fit her well and they were doing something to make it fit. There's minor drama on mm-hmm. Jenna's shoot where it takes her, I believe, eight takes. Yeah. And they say they're going to have to pull out the cue cards and she really doesn't want that to happen. She gets one more shot without the cue cards and she does it. Knocks it out of the yeah. park. Yeah, we're going to get into this, but... To me, this was the closest cover girl commercial shoot of all time, in which I thought they all did fine. Yeah. Uh, yes, but there is shena- background shenanigans, I think, happening. Well, what I'm going uh, to say is I agree with the end product that yeah. they all did fine. Yes. I think then you almost only have to judge it on what we're about to see, and there's a clear loser. Yep. Yes. Also, whenever, when was Jenna snotty? Jay calls her snotty at one point. I was like, who knows? They're just adding on traits to her. Also... You know what you never want to describe anything as? Virtually sticky free. (laughs) Uh, You tell me how to get a fake completely sticky free. (laughs) How to get a... Have you opened a papaya before? It's rough. I'm just saying things should be either fully sticky free or sticky. Nothing should be virtually (laughs) sticky free. Now we're into like future sex robot territory. (laughs) So Celicia, again, up. Uh, to, to, to our theory, Celicia heard feedback. It had been uploaded into her top model processor. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was about to cry and get frustrated. And Tyra told me to just let it out. So I got off stage so I could not stage, but whatever, out of the photo shoot so I could cry. And she just sits down next to Mr. J and Brent, which seems like a strong alpha move. We also literally see real Celicia. When she gets upset, this like 13 year old persona that she's put on kind of cracks yeah and there is something really interesting about that yeah also actually again i I agree with you she comes across like kind of the most mature in this moment like both the way she presents herself and her like actual vocal cadence yeah she has a different voice she does about 18 or 19 takes they never threaten to bring out cute cards yes fascinating From what we see on the show it never gets brought up except you see cue cards when she walks off the set they have actually <gasps> catch a sight of cue cards being held up. Wow. They have opened the restaurant shenanigans for business. <laughs> I have never seen a top three contestant get so much coddling yep. on the cover girl shoot before. Yeah. And it's like the same team literally from last cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they haven't done it before. It's not like Brent's like, a new person who's like, hey, why aren't we being nice to these people? Like, you saw what this was like last time. Uh-huh. Also, we have not talked about how hideous Celicia's hair looks in this commercial. Yeah, they kind of mullet her up, right? Yeah, I think her makeup looks pretty bad, too. And that's partially because she got stuck with tangerine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Orange wasn't... I'm so glad they at least, like, put some purple eyeshadow on her, which is mm. a little bit more her color, because the orange was... Let, 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 okay, this is so stupid to say but like in the world of like picking a fruit and we know they have a lot of options <laughs> picking the fruit for these girls like yellow's gonna look good on platinum blonde chantal she's proven mm-hmm. that it's what she has in her own wardrobe and with those pink. amazing lips pink and, reds, and yeah. reds are gonna look good on her and i feel like they like gave salisha like the worst of it but what were they gonna give her fig I, I, I wish. I wish. Jim DeYonker comes for his official appearance. And, and Mr. J calls him Jimmy D. He does. His hair is so bad. He looks, what happened? This is, this is a bad haircut. You? He got a bad haircut. He had yeah. a bad haircut. But he makes up for it. 
with shaving Celicia so much that I'm surprised she could walk. <laughs> he goes, hey, so no lines to memorize here. <gasps> oh my God, Jimmy D. Also, do we agree that Jenna got the hardest fruit? Oh, I actually disagree. Okay. I think, she got, I think the strawberry is the easiest because I think there's a full strawberry. There's like an iconic way to like hold it and eat it. Mm. I actually fully think that... Um, that Chantal got the worst because you don't eat a lemon yeah, like that. you don't bite into a lemon. <laughs> so she couldn't even do like a cute little thing in her teeth with it if she wanted to or sure. whatever. I guess. But also, but also, I, but also I do remember Jenna trying to take a bite of hers during her commercial and it kind of like not happening. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> during know. During her commercial, yeah. She took a bite of it. It fell out. It was a really cute moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that will be twisted against her. So we head to the first panel. Once again, no Tyra photo. But this is the second most important judging this cycle of Top Model. Is it? They do that every time. Like, it's like, we know. that We know that just everyone's technically more important. <laughs> Tyra looks good again. Beijing yeah. is treated I like her that well. dress. Mm. Uh, absolutely. Chantal is wearing the better version of what Celicia wore in the last panel. I thought this was an incredibly cute and on-brand Chantal because she's kind of weirdly branded herself as an overall queen. Mm. Yep. I love it. And this black tank with the gray sacky overalls, cute, but not exactly model basic. I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought Celicia dressed very junior again. I thought Celicia's dressed pretty good this cycle. And this was like one of her worst outfits. Yeah. And then Jenna dressed like, a model. Model basics. Model yeah. basics. Mm. Blue. <laughs> the guest is uh, Kui Gong. Who stands up when he's introduced, which is very sweet. It is. And, his, and he's uh, got a translator. Darren Duong. Mm-hmm. And tonight they're going to start with something we do here at Top Model to see how knowledgeable you are about your competition. That's not what this game is. Also, Ooh. this, I'm sorry, the it's classic reality TV to ask who's your weakest competition, who should be eliminated tonight. Everyone almost does it at this yeah, point. Yeah, you didn't invent this. But, no. but, although Top Model was early, they might have been on the cusp of it. But Maybe. regardless, you don't do it when there's three. No! You only have two options. They don't even really ask anyone, like, at this point, Top Model's lost the ability to actually ask them who deserves to win it because the top three are like me. Yeah, that test no longer applies because the show has been on long enough that they all know to answer themselves. Yeah. Especially these girls. Yeah. Yeah. So, Salisha's up first because they know that we should get Salisha up first because if anyone is going to ace this question and set this trend, it's going to be Salisha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Actually, Salisha, could you come up here and do this correctly so everyone understands how we need to <laughs> model this for everyone? Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, Salisha says, uh, out of all the girls here, I mean, <laughs> of course, I have to say myself. Good answer. Yeah. And then she thinks that Jenna it has the least potential because she takes beautiful pictures and I love her, but her personality and how she carries herself, she can be very rude and disrespectful. I feel like like Bianca before her, though, Salisha's playing the game and she's parroting what the judges have said yes, to make them yes. think that they are correct. Because I agree. Because no matter what Salisha says, Chantal takes that knife mm-hmm. and twists it, <sighs> takes it out of Jenna's body stabs her harder <laughs> and twists it again. And then Jenna says something about Chantal that y- she's made a lifelong enemy. Like, who cares? Yeah. It's like, Celicia 
you almost forget about her yeah. because the Chantal Jenner rivalry sparks. So Chantal says that she was made for modeling, which continues her storyline. Yeah. And that she is the best role model and that Jenna <sighs> has the least potential because I don't know if it, she's exactly the person I would want my little sister to look up to. Ugh, and the thing is, such a rough thing to we say. We just heard in the previous episode, Jenna talked to the panel in front of Chantal about her own two little sisters and how she just wants to be a good role model for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chantal either coincidentally forgot that, which I do not believe, I or believe decided that. to literally try to get Jenna so upset that she ruins her chances of winning. It Which she is kind of does. You no, know, she d- definitely does. She fully does. This is the only time that we've seen like a ruthless side of Chantal. Yeah. So Jenna comes up and she says, shaken, clearly, that mm-hmm. she has the most potential. I feel like girls will be able to look at me and see that they are just like me and that you don't have to be like super bubbly and cute because I'm an extremely happy person. And I don't know. I don't think that my laid back attitude can hurt me. Because I think that a laid-back girl can still be a cover girl. Be a cover girl. And it's a good speech. It is a good speech. It's a shame she didn't deliver it better. Better. She's clearly so upset and hurt that that's the best it was going to come out. And then says, (gasps) the least potential. I think out of everyone, Chantal is the most amateur. Amateur. Which is, she knew exactly. These girls know at this point what will push each other's buttons. Mm. Because that was pushing both buttons on those overalls. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop. So Salisha comes up first. Tangerine splash. Miss Tangerine. <laughs> I hate that they are making... I like it sometimes when they're like, and what were you? And they're like, and we were this thing because when they're all different, but this time, what were you? Tangerine splash. I'm like, that's not what she was. And it's unfair of you to <laughs> ask her that portraying? question. Yeah. You're portraying these flavors. Yeah. So the commercial is... Very, very fakey. I'm going to say, though, that all of them kind of give me that energy, and that's a little bit of what CoverGirl is. Yeah, I think they're all plausibly CoverGirl. I also, though, will say, I think, collectively, this is one of my weakest top three commercials. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's none of them that, like, are great. Like, you know, last cycle, I thought Renee's was amazing, despite the end result of that judging. Yeah. But all of these, I was like, okay. So then we get some ADR and nonsense where she's, uh, it's, it took 20 takes to get the lines right, but then no mention of cue cards. And I don't know if this is the girl he says it to, but our guest judge says, Mm -hmm. through his translator says, the translator says, you make him believe that a piece of fruit is delicious. It was was for this one. And all I could be like, oh, do that for me and my diet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Make me believe it. This is one of our, tra- we get two kinds of translators I've learned. One that gives you the literal and one that like summarizes the idea of it. And oh. Darren is a full summarizer. Yeah. Remember that one translator that was like, oh. I well, because he this. was saying <laughs> asshole stuff. And that translator was like, what he basically said is like, meh. That's <laughs> a hero. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this photo. I think that it's, for me, of the three, because in my head, I have to just compare them to each other right now. Mm -hmm. It's my second place 
I think she looks like a hostage in this photo. Yeah, I wish she did not look so painfully thin. And yeah. I don't know where that's coming from because that's never come up in her photos before. I wonder if these, you know how they blast cover girl photos to remove you of all things on your skin. I yeah. wonder if these got a little like slammed. Yeah. Slammed. She, it's, this smile is, first. this is I'll, last time I get to say it, but like, Someone that her whole story is like commercial, commercial, commercial. She has yet to do a good commercial smile. Yeah, but I think part of it is, I agree with you. I'll say that. Let me also say that I think because they've been pushing her to not be commercial while she didn't actually have the chance to be commercial, that she's constantly being like, well, what I naturally do is so commercial that I got to try to not do that. Maybe. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. There's a version of this where they didn't like, make that all they ever said to Celicia and she actually pulled this out but I I mean I agree with your critique of the individual photo though I think all of the photos these are not our best cover girl photos either in addition to not being good commercials no and they're all looking so far to the side why why are none of them looking at the fruit or something or the classic cover girl look to the heavens. Yes. Yeah. Shipping your little piece of fruit. <laughs> I also think part of it is reaching that- for it. <laughs> reaching for the fruit in space. We're going to digitally put the fruit into the photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That would have been so funny if it was a, a tree of the fruit. And so you got to pick, she got to pick a strawberry. Cute. And then Celicia got to pick um, a tangerine. Cute. And then, and then you just get Chantal picking a lemon. Like, eh. <laughs> JW, do you think strawberries grow on trees? They're in bushes. Oh, they're way low. Well, but still a bu- it's, it's still a strawberry bush. You still okay. have to get it off the plant. Yeah. They just show up at the grocery store. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I only pick them out of aisle two. That's where I pick my strawberries. Chantal is next. And I think she comes across a bit like a bad Janet trying to pretend to be a good Janet. Yeah. I can see it. I don't know, y'all. Something about Chantal's delivery is the most fake somehow to me yeah she's not good at speaking she's not and she's never been that good of a speaker in person either at the panel so this isn't like new stuff no nigel straight up tells her her technique is bad Hmm. but she's charming so it doesn't matter jenna yeah they it's so stupid i'm like but it does matter because she'll be hired to do a commercial Mm-hmm. yeah i'm sorry this photo there's something uh, it's like she's r- trying to run away from the lemon <laughs> <laughs> it's an improvement on the last one but that is literally saying absolutely nothing yeah when they flash to that <laughs> little house on the prairie moment that she had <laughs> which was also in yellow which was so funny to me <laughs> i wish they just photoshopped in a little lemon like on her shoulder ah! <laughs> <laughs> Chantal's whole deal just becomes, you know what I'm doing? I'm taking these lemons and making them into winter aid. <laughs> I was born for this. It also doesn't look like a lip gloss ad. No. It looks like a clumpy mascara ad. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Sorry. About it. Yeah, how come none of them got to use a product? <laughs> because <laughs> the product was going to be on the second page of the spread i know i know but still. we didn't we didn't see them psychically throwing them out <laughs> from their <laughs> their mind's eye 
Guys, I think the CoverGirl ads have made us all stop being able to know what a real ad should look like. There's a product and it's floating. <laughs> and then it, you're picking it out of the air and it's also more, bigger than your head, but smaller than a bread box. You know, a product. But also your art. Your <laughs> interpretation of classic art. And no one's ever had a beauty mark. <laughs> Jenna is next. What the fuck did they do to her face in this commercial? Thank you. I don't know. It's crazy. There are some times, and I think maybe part of it is maybe Jenna herself, where I think you have to be real specific with her makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's necessarily a face that takes makeup well. She kind of no. reminds me of Yuvi mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. how she's we more discussed. extreme features. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, I think Jenna has extreme features. Yeah. You know? And... They fully gaslight her because they yes. they say yeah. that the bite was her making fun of CoverGirl. No. I, what are you talking I about? Gaslit by that critique. I was like, <laughs> did we watch the same thing? Because it was so adorable. Yeah, it was so cute. You would use that as B-roll in the commercial when you were cutting them all together. And like believably cute from Jenna, which is a tall order. Yeah, absolutely. She's not a cute person. Yeah. The photo is very sexy and i think the best photo i think it's the best photo it too. is the best photo <laughs> isn't it kind of funny that we i feel like in the covergirl shoots now that we're starting a tradition i'll be interested to see if continues where two of the photos almost have the exact same pose and then one's mm. radically different yeah. just like how natasha and jasleen had the same pose and then renee's was full held head tilt back different yeah and it always seems like so far the different one gets eliminated. Yeah. See, when I saw this photo, I wrote the note. She looks like a real model doing cover girl. Like she looks yeah. like an established model that got hired. I feel that. Cover girl. I feel that. Yeah. And the makeup here is perfection. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. A different person got in charge. Did Jimmy D get up in that? <laughs> no, the first time Jenna did it the first time. And then yeah, that's true. Like, yep. We should also note that for some reason they're wearing sateen nightgowns. I don't know. And then they destroy Jenna. Yep. And let's say, we say we. They, you say they. they we say we, but it's Tyra. Because after a while, Twiggy and Miss J can't watch it anymore. Yeah. And they put their heads down because everyone is so uncomfortable by Tyra's dress down of Jenna. <sighs> That they do cut to Chantal not giving a fuck, which nope. is a funny <laughs> edit. Like, mm-hmm, called me amateur, die on stage. <laughs> why do you have such an armor? And there's something protecting you. So why do you think you have that? Oh, you have an inner resentment towards your mama? Oh, my God. And then she just starts bawling and says, I don't want to do this. I don't want to cry in front of you guys. And I, okay, this happens a lot in Top Model and especially the Psycho. So I'm going to say it right now. It kind of wanted, as if I'm tweeting, I don't know, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) being vulnerable is a great thing. Absolutely. Yep. It's also something that you have to be in a safe environment and pick and choose the times to be vulnerable. Yes. Also, if vulnerability to you is constantly having just raw emotion, that's not necessarily the healthiest thing in the world. No. And top model tends to say vulnerability is just outwardly crying and saying sad things that have happened to you but only on our timeline yes yeah also true because 
when she says, I don't want you to see me as weak, it's because that's what happened last week. She was vulnerable last week and it got used against her. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather see a girl crying in front of me because she's hurt. (gasps) She might have missed a lot of her childhood and being a normal girl than saying da 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 and da 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 da. Which which one is more of a human being? That more likable and vulnerable? This one probably feels a lot more uncomfortable, but it's a lot more real. Like, fuck off. It's so gross. It's 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 the grossest this has been in a cycle where they've been doing it the entire time to multiple contestants. Especially because she's decided the Tyra has Tyra has decided that the appropriate place to do this is the judging panel room and not her like coming to their apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tyra That's doubles and triples down and says, remember when we did that photo shoot and oh, you no. find yourself Yikes. You climb to the other side of the wall and who's Jenna? You just did. You, you found did. her. Blurp. And also, again, that means that like, this isn't Jenna. She did not find her real self. No. She just said something that made her upset. Yep. And then got the other girls to basically say that she sucks and she's rude and... She's not a good role model for girls. Which, again, all of this would almost be, not fine, of course, but at least a little bit more plausible if you weren't about to eliminate her. I mean, Miss J literally says this is the perfect cover girl shot. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's simple, it's clean, it's cover girl, which is so funny because he says pretty simple and clean. And I was like, we also have easy, breezy, breezy beautiful, beautiful, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really toxic message to say that you are at your most likable when you are forced to perform your trauma mm-hmm. for essentially your boss. Yeah, it's what's it's the hardest thing about this cycle because otherwise this cycle is kind of goofy, all things considered. Mm. But they've had so many people that they've made perform their trauma. Ebony absolutely did. Bianca mm-hmm. absolutely had moments where they had to do that. Even for smaller, like, smaller characters. Not like, you Sarah, know what I mean? Like, I would say. I they about, were... That's what I mean. Like, people who weren't here lo- as long as I'm, is what I meant by that. Private panel. Mm-hmm. And we just say that Miss J fully calls out what Tyra did by saying, well, I think that emotion's just always kind of be here and we're just bringing it to the surface. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And it sounds so critical and I appreciate that. Yes. And then Tyra chooses who the winner is in yep. this moment. Yep. Because Celicia is cover girl and what she stands for and who she is. What she stands for? What the fuck does Celicia stand for? Tangerine Splash. <laughs> what does cover girl stand for? Like, yeah. what? I mean, if you were going to say she's the kind of model that CoverGirl likes, we know sure. what CoverGirl is. We know what 17 is. Like, you can say that stuff. But, like, the, it's fully, she almost said, being from T-Zone, she understands how to be a good role model and have good self-esteem. Whoop! Seriously. Twiggy says that Celicia looks young and delicious, which was not my favorite. Oh, the designer and his translator are fully having their own conversation and going through (laughs) the book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Nigel interprets what happened with Jenna as the Jenna turned around and said sorry, and I think she really meant it. So he's okay with her now. Because he said she said sorry to him. Cool energy. Uh Uh-huh. So... Chantal, because we knew this from the beginning of the episode, Chantal is called first. Wait, but, but before that, you knew it was actually called first? 
a statue of a lion. <laughs> they cut to it for no reason. Also in slow motion? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Chantal. And, okay, let's say that this is also, for a couple of reasons, one of the hardest ones to watch because from moment one, everyone is crying. Yeah. All three of the contestants, Chantal, Salisha, Jenna, are just crying. These young people are so on the edge of their emotions and all want this so badly yeah. that this is just like, they're all but shaking. And Tyra yeah. actually doesn't know how to handle this. No. And we'll see that later. But yeah, Shang-Tal gets called first. In my own conspiracy theory. Because as we had discussed in a previous episode, you guys think that the show was setting up Chantal to win, if you yeah. had to guess. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I almost feel like Tyra hates Chantal so much that she sets her up hard to believe she's going to win. Yeah. So it'll hit even harder. Why does Tyra hate her? I don't know. She fully does, though. Yeah. I mean, we've seen shades of it. It's really interesting. It's she's happy. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there is a war going on between production and Tyra, where mm-hmm. Tyra wants Salisha to win, mm-hmm. and production wants Chantal to win. Yeah. Ooh. I have a conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. And Choquette wanted Chantal to win. <gasps> she does. She, and Choquette does love Chantal. Yeah. And that's why maybe also we got edited out a compliment and she said more good things about Chantal, but we just get yellow shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. So I don't understand how from the critique that they get right here, Salisha stays. I think Salisha was surprised too. The look on her face really was shock. I mean, Tyra literally says your photos suck. But you stayed because you have potential, which hopefully all of the top three have. Yeah. Did you hear what I said about you? Huh? This moment. Oh my god. Salisha <sighs> so stays though. Yep. And mm. then everyone, Chantal from the sidelines, the two girls hugging one another, are crying so hard, screaming I love you to e- each other. All yep. that stuff. Tyra goes, you guys are going to make me cry. All these tears in the house. I'm like, yeah, Tyra, they're sad. Also, you could just cry too, Tyra. Except you can't. I know she can't. I know she can't. She's supposed to be crying and doesn't actually care. She says that they're going to make her cry. Yeah. It's just so funny to me because I'm like, that would have been a great moment. You should talk about vulnerability, Tyra. She, and you can't pull it out. Well, take a because tear. she can't take a tear because when she says to Jenna, I mean that there's a career that could be kick ass. Okay. Okay. Good. Say goodbye. And then she Jenna's just evaporated. Yeah. Pushes her off of that dangerous catwalk that they're on. The grossest part to me was Tyra telling Jenna that she felt like she knew her now. Because that's a, the point of Top Model. Yeah, isn't I, that the real prize? That Tyra knows who you are now. <gasps> All right. Her name is Jenna Duchette. Ooh. Jenna like Duchette. A, like I was about to say, like a lady douche. <laughs> a Duchette. <laughs> a tiny douche. There's not too much on Jenna in one regard, but interestingly... In April 2020, she did an AMA or an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. That sounded so grandpa An AMA, <laughs> or as one might call it, an Ask Me Anything. <laughs> and she answered a lot of questions. And here are some of the most interesting answers I felt. What, someone questioned like, hey, how did you feel about Salisha's the winner? We've all heard the conspiracy theories, whatever. She goes, here's the thing. Some producers cast Salisha because she was a great candidate for the show. 
She was cast because they thought she could win with her walk, look, and personality. She won because she won. I talked to her about her audition process and we compared notes. If she was a ringer, she didn't know about it. I believe that. I believe that as well. I agree. She mentions that she was battling with alcoholism at age 18. And she makes kind of an offhand joke that she's kind of glad she didn't won because she would have spent $100,000 on booze. Wow. Yeah. Someone asked her about friendships and her least and most favorite uh, photo shoots. Favorite? Rock climbing. I was a rock climbing instructor before I went on the show, so I was thrilled about that one, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Least? The one with Nigel. Sorry, Nigel. I I was close with almost everyone in the house while we lived together. I really liked everyone, but I'm not sure they all liked me, which is understandable. (laughs) And yes, do not make judgment about people you watch in reality shows unless they look at the camera and say something all in one take, like, I hate puppies. <laughs> Bianca and Heather were extremely close after that one argument, and Bianca has such a bright presence. I don't keep up with her a lot these days, but she's a wonderful person. I don't know much about Heather's point of view, but I can, can't remember her being actively ostracized. Fascinating insight, hmm. and really goes with what I said about Bianca, that yeah. her and Heather were super friends. And I know no one, like, disagreed with me. Yeah. But I think they were friends. Yeah. I think we were seeing, I think, as you also said, we had a house of babblers. And Bianca (laughs) was not ready for producers to prompt her. And Mm. so they would say something and then she would just talk. And then they would get as much, they would just be like, thank you for that drama that you're giving us. But Chantal is, I think, from what I can tell, fans of our, yeah, whatever. Jenna, (laughs) the blonde woman that got eliminated. (laughs) I'm kidding. Jenna is someone who the top model fandom seems to really like. And I think it's the people who really like Jenna are fans for two reasons. One, she had a very strong portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think we all... I think one of the strongest we've seen across the nine cycles that we've rewatched. And Tyra said that too, which again, Mm -hmm. is why she should have stayed, but whatever. Yeah. Also, I think it was, I really liked... I think she was dealing with a lot, but I did really like her being like, look, a cover girl and a role model and a good person doesn't just look like one thing. Mm -hmm. And I did really appreciate it that when she expressed that opinion. Yeah. And I really appreciated, I liked Jenna more than I thought I might only because she kind of called out like, oh, I see what's happening. This is about personality. I get it. Not my gig. I thought this was about modeling. Yeah. For someone who was sort of hard-edged. She was also a little bit naive in a funny way Yeah, in her approach to the competition. She was also interesting because as much as she was kind of told to us, and to be fair, some of the things she said told to be so sarcastic, she wasn't really funny. No. <laughs> no. Like, Jen, I, we, I was like, we've had so many people who are, like, Sarah was hilarious. Like, and she would actually say funny things. Yeah. Like, Jen is one of those people that I... I was like, oh, wow, you found sarcasm and really made that your deal at 18 or however old you were. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, to be fair, I think there's, I definitely saw myself a little in Jenna of like, oh, you have older friends and you're the like, you see yourself as older and more mm-hmm. cultured mm-hmm. and like, you know, like, so like, oh, I have to be sardonic and sarcastic because like, mm. that's cool. And like, and then you grow up and you're like, oh, I was just kind of shitty sometimes. Like, and it's okay that I was a shitty person because I was a child. Mm-hmm. You're, you're Quinn and that, is it college yet? Where she makes the older college friend and goes to that one party? Yeah. 
pretty much, pretty much. Hey, hey Daria friends, are you out there? <laughs> Alexander does a very good Sandy impression of Sandy saying the name Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Why do you have that lip gloss on? <laughs> it's so good. Ah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anshio Cat, there's a baby sleeping in the next room. And Anshio Cat cannot wake this baby. <laughs> What's up, ladies? Congratulations. What's up, girls? Hey. I'm so happy that we have the two of you here. Chantal, you're my favorite. I also think uh, I'm not gonna introduce you to this person beside of me, but she is gonna be in charge of you. <laughs> I think it's really funny that Anshio Cat thinks that the most exciting thing about the cover of Seventeen magazine is that it will be on newsstands across the country. Come, 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 come. come. I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's not wrong. I will say, though, we don't get the audio. But there's a quick moment when they're getting ready that you see Anchoquette actually doing Anchoquette's job. And Ooh. all of a sudden, hands are out. Big mat. Like, she's, like, doing her job. And I was like, show me. Show Real me Anchoquette. Showcat <laughs> me. This version of Anne Cat because Choquette something tells you me. Are Anne. <laughs> something tells me. Something tells me that Anne Cat has decided she needs to be the Seventeen Magazine version of herself. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's a badass editor in chief somewhere there that we don't get to see, and that's who I want. Well, yeah. it's weighed down by this table of accessories. <laughs> <laughs> They're not as bad as last cycle. There's just so many of them. Are they always? Okay, I've never read Seventeen Magazine. Are they always just selling accessories to people? It feels like that's all they're <laughs> is selling. Is it a subsidiary of Claire? <laughs> to speak to your show cat me your real self moment. Yeah. It was nice to see her get excited about a Ferragamo dress. Yes. And it really put last year's pink hoodie into perspective. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Anshokhet definitely knows fashion. Uh-huh. Anshokhet is just a Tusa's daughter, I think. That's what we're yes. learning, right? <laughs> uh, the photographer is Stephen Danellian, who is just Eric Idle playing a photographer. Oh, yeah, for this sure. This Steve Coogan character of a person. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Ugh. The editors are loving this last two standing sepia clip. Oh, my God. Which, I mean, is the perfect clip when these are your final two. Yeah. They should have just made all the girls say that to every other combination <laughs> of women. Can we get the next combo? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Celicia out. Jenna in. <laughs> say it. Chantel not out. sarcastically, Jenna. Say it for real. <laughs> so they head to the Forbidden City. Well, they're Forbidden City adjacent. Adjacent. <laughs> And they're going to do both the most elaborate and least attended runway show. And also the longest runway. What the fuck does that mean? That's got to be in put the into. world. Yeah. With <laughs> 500 extras. I love that they call them extras. Because what do you th- even think the girls thought they meant by that? Like, they're the, like, what? I, I thought, I thought, and also I think they thought that there was going to be like, you know, the stilt walkers, there was going to be more of those yeah yeah absolutely were these just the people who would usually be the audience of the fashion show i hate this fashion show normally 
normally I'm just like, Alexander, hey, what a strong word. I'm <laughs> absolutely on board with this. This is one day we'll have to rank just the finale shows, like objectively the show itself. And this is going to be a rough one to not be at the bottom of the list. Mm. This is nearing screaming bride ghosts. Yeah, but is that the bottom or the top? <laughs> I was about to say, but at least that one was also interesting. Memorable. Sure. I guess, but like, so there's also... You tell me z- one thing about this except Chantal getting a murder charge. <laughs> there is zero drama happening behind the scenes. Except... True. Except there is a silent clip of Celicia getting told off by the designer to pick up the train. And like, he is angry. Oh, I missed that and I wish I hadn't. My favorite part about Backstage is finding out what the name of Jasleen's teen book is. <gasps> oh my God, God. It's me, Jasleen. <laughs> How has there not actually been a young adult novel called OMG God? <laughs> it's God's teen daughter. <laughs> come to earth it's like and i'm jesse jesus is my brother (laughs) (laughs) omg god oh well well this won't do not this sin (laughs) so talking about jesseline christian mark cannot do jesseline's hair because alexander took off his glasses to say this (laughs) just handle it because she's moving so rapidly that he at one point just gives up (laughs) It's so funny. So this show starts in the most narcissistic way because the judges have to walk in. The judges have to walk in one at a time. And then we get to Tyra. And this is where some of the 500 extras are utilized because she gets a giant orange umbrella parasol thing that covers her while she walks with several people beside of her. I will say this though. Tyra looked great. She did look great. Tyra looked great. Yeah. Uh, we find out Nigel cannot walk for shit. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not his deal. Twiggy actually kind of did a little bit of her model walk, though, and it was kind of nice to see that. And then they all just sit on the throne. We kind of got shades of this version in Thailand, I feel like, but there were also still actual people watching people. the show. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen this, I we can't emphasize enough. Even though there's tons of people around, there's these 500 extras who are just sitting on the seated, ground, seated watching. There's no actual people watching this show besides the judges that aren't, they're like actual people interested in seeing the fashions, which is a shame because some of these gowns are pretty gorgeous. I did like, I liked a lot of the fashion. The fashion to me, when it didn't look good, looked plausibly high fashion, if that yeah, makes sure. sense. Yeah, for sure. sure. I agree. Even I just, if it wasn't your taste, it was yes. like, I understand this. It just makes us feel like this is not real, that this is not a thing. Like, it's not happening. I don't think it is. And I, I, I think this is also part, this is the moment where instead of incorporating the top model contestants into a pre-existing show, that we start getting top model creating their own finale moments because let's see how wild and crazy yeah, we, we can make the, the spectacle of it all. I was almost surprised that there were other models Honestly. and not just Jesseline. You Jess- barely yeah. see it. Well, Jesseline only walks once. Yeah. And why are there no, like, you should have photographers there. Yeah. There's not a one, not a reporter, not a photographer, not a blogger. The still walkers are cool. Sure. Yeah. One of them is going crazy at the front. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was an acting choice or like. They couldn't get balanced. Yeah. They were well, having issues. Well, we learn that it is <gasps> very windy. 
Yeah. It also seems like they're in literally like a wind tunnel because yeah, that may be why that stilt walker was having a tough time. So there's a pretty, if there's going to be only one real iconic moment in this runway show, it is that we probably get the biggest, as far as I can remember, like accident that happens in the finale. Yeah. And this is like one that like Chantal's expression is so genuine and like also what you would think because this person could have very much hurt themselves. Well, shenanigans. They did this runway multiple times. How do you know? Because at one point the wind is blowing one way and then there's clips of Chantal not tripping that stilt walker. I did think, I thought that I saw a clip where she's in that outfit, uh-huh. not tripping. She the gets her walker. heel caught a little bit, but she doesn't trip the stilt walker. What? <laughs> yeah. They, d- they made them walk multiple times. Because of course they could. Which because makes there's, sense. There's makes no sense. one at this stupid runway show. And weather is not on their side. That is fascinating. And perhaps the worst part about all of this is that we have two supremely average walkers. walkers. Yeah. They're very e- equally average. Salisha was a little bit better, I'm going to say. Yeah, but- I actually think Salisha was a little bit better. I think it's funny that they gave her the bun again. And I was like, should the bun have been Salisha's makeover? <laughs> I also don't, I think they, once again, they were not fair with the dresses either. Like all of, all of Salisha's were quite short and Chantal got all long dresses. I still think she's a, a slightly better walker though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, Although- I agree. I did love, there's a couple of small tidbits. I loved Mr. J describing this as three changes, three strong ones. Okay. They're all whatever. Always. Then you see the makeup artist who has a page called The Look. And The Look says heavy liner, glossy red mouth, red contour blush. And that's the only information. And I love, if you're a makeup artist, let us know. Do you sometimes just get something that says the look the and look? describes you three things in very general terms <laughs> and tells you that's the makeup. Chantal also says, this is the last thing I'm going to do with A&TM. Chantal, you, will, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> we head to a new panel. I, I did think that the earrings getting caught while hugging was a cute moment. That oh yeah, that was cute. cute. And yeah. I think they're, they, these two seem genuinely happy for each other while also very much wanting to win. Yeah, they've been friendly throughout the whole yeah. show. I did love also when Chantal was telling Salisha about the trip, Chantal uh, 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 oh says, did you stop? No? Good. That's some real, that's the real Salisha. Yeah. yeah. I kind of love it. I do too. This is the same Salisha of remember when she went up to like Jenna, whoever it was and was like, oh, oh, Bianca of like, oh, did you do this? And she's like, no. And like, fine, whatever. At the Nigel shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Where yep. she switched. Yep. I like that Salisha better. I do too. I do too. So then this space <laughs> is also then transformed into the to a nighttime room. outside judging room. And also, where did these two dresses come from? They're lovely dresses too. They look is, gorgeous. Yeah. I think this is the best Chantal has looked in the entire show. I stunning. Literally, this is the most gorgeous Chantal has looked. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. This this judging room. I like the blue. Yeah. Is it a room? <laughs> Should we it's call a, it that? It's an this arena. Judging atrium. <laughs> it's a city. <laughs> it's adjacent. I wonder if the Forbidden City ever realized <laughs> that one day cycle nine of top model would judge two people here forbidden city is sentient oh yeah and did not approve it's one of those behind the scenes things where they got like 
you can be adjacent to the Forbidden City for 24 hours. And they're like, well, we have to use all of it. Yep. Okay. So there is, I'm going to give credit. I'm going to give no credit to the show and then all the credit to Tyra. And I can't believe I have to say that. They do a, Miss J now has the biggest fro that Miss J is going to have. And they show a quick little montage, Roseanne season eight style, where they morph (laughs) into one another. The time lapse. Yep. But the lighting is so different in every shot. And I was Uh like, come on, top model. And then Tyra makes a good joke and lets it just happen. Where she says, it's not the Jackson 5, it's the Jackson 20. And then moves on like you should. Sure. However, that's bad top model math. It's the Jackson 13. It, I, that is fine, but it, it, it's so rare that we get a good sure. joke from her, Alexander. Let's have, let Tyra have it. Tyra also says, you guys have shown that you are the two strongest girls in this competition. If you have to say it. If you have to say it, and we only see duh, 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 three photos. This was cray, cray, cray. by Tyra as we are going to look at what we like to say, your top model career. (laughs) Never said that ever. But also listen to that sentence. (laughs) Yikes. So we get their literal first thing, smoking. So we get to see Heather again. (laughs) A very strong message about smoking, or shall we say the negative effects of smoking. Cool. Thanks for re-explaining it. she says, do you even remember that shoot? And then this is going to be a weird one because normally when we do this, we pick our favorites, but there's only going to be, and I can't emphasize this enough, three photos. And they all are, the best one of each is the same person. Yeah, it's Chantal. It's Chantal. (laughs) And then they do fashion gargoyles, which why? (laughs) They say Salisha's pose is innovative. If I'm remembering this correctly, it's two Mike Rosenthal's and a Tyra, right? Yes. Yes. Ooh. Makes is this a, a rights issue? I don't know. I but think why would you have the right to the photos? I would I would ask if they were trying to make the photos seem more competitive, but Chantal clearly has the best one all three times. This is also the problem, though. These two have some of, they have maybe the weakest portfolios of a top two. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big part because they weren't going to show the flower shoot. Nope. No. Rough. I will say, in my opinion, technically, it's Chantal, Chantal, and then they skip all the way to the Wall of China, and I would have given that one maybe by an edge to Salisha, but, like, maybe. they're both strong. But then if you include the group shot. Yeah, but they did they? Sure, no. no. <laughs> they didn't include any photos, Alexander. But, yeah, Nigel literally told Salisha she was... Why show the recycling one? They both did... I know you didn't like her paper one. Sure. But they both did pretty well at that one. In what world, A, picking three is crazy. But in what world is fashion gargoyles one of the three? I couldn't. But also, why would you pick where Chantal is clearly the better one? Like, because she they, was just always going to be better. They don't even bring up the cover girl shot. Does Tyra just want to like be like, wow, Chantal, it really looks like you're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Chantal, doesn't it look like you're going to win? <laughs> you're not. You're not. <laughs> About the runway, because it's now only a runway competition. That's the only part that matters in who yeah. wins. There is something that Tyra says that you two have to tell me what it means. <laughs> She's talking about the newly iconic Chantal kills a person. And then she says, well, what happened? And, you know, Chantal was like, well, I, I turned back. I was really concerned. I tried to keep my face. But, like, I know it showed on my face. And which is fair, because that's a moment where it's okay to break. Yes. And then... Tyra says, you think that you forgot that it happened? What? <laughs> I didn't understand it either. I rewound it. I looked at the captions. You think that you forgot it happened. 
And then Chantal's like, no? No, well, maybe. Well, maybe. I just described oh, it to you. Oh, oh, I think I know what it means. <laughs> what does oh, it mean? I'll, okay, okay. I'll take anything. Okay. If we're going to continue this line that Tyra hates Chantal and she's setting her up, right? Sure, she's reality. Like, she's like, oh, you think you're going to win? You think you forgot it happened? Tyra remembers. <laughs> Smize Cream Farm remembers. <laughs> yeah. It really, there was the an overall sentence. sense that she was accusing Chantal of being a bad person, which is yes. the first time that Tyra has done this this cycle. Yes, or ever? No, she, but she kept, like, that thing, you remember when they were doing the dance training and she was like, oh, your man wouldn't like you because you're only into yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She hates Chantal. Yes. You know how, I, I don't know if y'all have seen these, but it's kind of a new-ish YouTube trend um, for people to be like, if it's like Drag Race, like three minutes of Priyanka being the most relatable or whatever. Uh-huh. I want someone to edit together. Five minutes of Tyra Banks hating Chantal. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, that you could do it. Then Tyra gives the most anticlimactic, dismissive, we're going to deliberate ever with no pun, where nope. she just goes, we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> Wow, live baby. <laughs> Private panel. I wrote a bad note, but I need to I need to fess up. I said because it's not untrue. I wrote Wait, Alexander, are you gonna be vulnerable to us? Or are we gonna see the other Alexander behind the wall? Yeah. Showcat yeah. us yourself, Alexander. I will. I wrote Miss J and Chantal are on team Chantal. <laughs> <laughs> And I clearly met Twiggy. You're not wrong, though. I'm not You're wrong. You're not, not wrong. <laughs> Here's Nigel's glowing praise of Celicia. Celicia's really pretty good and doesn't need much training. Wow. I mean, capable's a compliment, I but guess. But she's not capable. Not really. I know. But you're right. You're right that it's very clear that it the, the, the divisory line yeah. is... Tyra Nigel, mm-hmm. pro Celicia. Yep. And then Twiggy, Miss J, pro Chantal. And as we've, because of behind the scenes rumors, we don't have Mr. J here. To be the deciding vote. tiebreaker. But he also yeah. hates Chantal. And doesn't really like Celicia. Yeah, he would have been like, is Lisa still around? <laughs> Where's Heather? Is this the shortest, <laughs> is this the shortest finale judging we've ever had, like by yes. far? Was this episode just so chock full of other stuff that they both edited out, like showing a lot of the pictures and edited down this private panel? It feels like this took no time at all. And it was mostly about how hard it's going to be for Tyra to tell them. Yeah. And then Miss J's like, we can all stand next to you. And she's like, no, that's not what I meant. Well, because (laughs) it feels like Miss J's like, well, I'll tell them that Chantal wins. Because (laughs) 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 Because Miss J is like, they came in, they were the two commercial girls, but if we're looking at high fashion, Chantal is the winner. And Nigel's like, why would you say such a thing? He's like, because I- She never I'm looked like- at me like I was high fashion. And he's like, because I'm looking at Chantal? <laughs> oh, and and then Twiggy it's says, absolutely- Twiggy says that she is both womanly shaped and yet long and willowy. Woman shaped? Is, is that technically the last thing Twiggy will ever say on this show? Uh, I think so. Is willowy the last <laughs> word? that Twiggy will utter on top I'm model. actually fine with that. I think that's kind of perfect. And then Tyra says, I didn't think either of these girls were going to go far. And they would go yeah, home early. moment. I did like, because it is very true, that Tyra's like, I think everyone always wants it, but I think whoever of these two girls doesn't get it is going to be crushed. I'm like, yeah, Tyra. Uh-huh. They're crying at the top three. Trust me, you're going to crush one of them. 
you guys, please, please let me do the speech. Please. This hot nonsense of speech that I didn't see coming. Before you do, I noticed Tyra stands pigeon toed. Oh, hey. I bet it's I bet it's gonna be brought up in a future cycle. Mm-hmm. You come from Austin, Texas, a Texas girl. And you, Celicia, come from Los Angeles, California. And I think that has a lot to do with the beauty that you guys both have on the inside. Because that's so important. Because we've seen girls in this competition that took stunning pictures, but they're not standing here because they didn't shine from the inside like you all do. Also, what the actual hell does it mean that because you're from Texas or LA that you shine on the inside? It's like ha- it's like the middle of the sentence was edited out. You know how that stereotype about LA is that they're beautiful on the inside and it's not about superficial beauty at all? You know that very common stereotype about LA? It's really just kind of a fuck you to Jenna to be like, wherever Jenna was from, can't even remember. She wasn't beautiful on the inside. <laughs> What's well, also, it's <laughs> absolutely what it came across like. And also, it's one of those things where it's like, I love the idea of Tyra always just naming cities that people are from and then describing what that makes them. Like, just you are from Chicago and you from Denver. It's what makes you both flexible. <laughs> like, what? Those assholes from Connecticut who are so <laughs> ugly on the inside. That, wom- that woman who we shall not name from New Haven was real and the worst place <laughs> the worst place in the world jersey city new york <laughs> inside of that screen inside of that screen photo of the winner of america's next Month. i imagine on the screen inside oh, holding it with little tiny tv hands <laughs> Little doll hands holding it inside. And it's, again, it's pretty quick for all the tears she could have wrung out of this. That And then it's like, Celicia, yep. and we get the least we've ever gotten, I feel like, from the runner-up. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Episode done. Was this episode running long? I don't understand why this judging was so quick. Because it was a nonsense judging. Because they had to spend yeah. it all on breaking down Jenna. Yeah. Then, y'all, when Celicia says, when I was younger, I was just weird and I had... Low self-esteem. I wish like the URL for T Zone had come up like underneath Felicia <laughs> yes. while she said that. I honestly, t- t- I honestly don't know. I wonder if when Celicia looked at the edit of this whole thing, she was like, "Wait, did they make me a commercial for T Zone?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like she's like, "Uh oh." So let's talk about Chantal first. Yes. Both of them have pretty good updates, which is cool. Yeah. Most bizarrely, Chantal has a million names. Her. Chantal is actually her middle name huh. and she's in several places. And you know, I think you'll see why I think that this may have been a, you have to choose Ooh. a different name moment because her name is Heather. I knew it was Heather. Heather Chantal Jones. I knew I was uh, going to say Heather. Yep. He looks like a Heather. Which also means that her name is Heather Jones, which might be one of the most like basic names we've ever had. So Chantal's good, but she's now gotten married. So she goes by Chantal Jones Griffiths. Okay. But sometimes goes by Heather Chantal Griffiths no. and loses the Jones, maybe. I think there's there's so many different oh versions of her name floating around. Her Instagram is Shanti Griffiths. Cute. So a new name. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and her profile says trying to be the best mama, wife, and me possible. NYC with PMA. I don't know what that stands for, actually. Mm. Always with love, host of Tough as a Mother podcast. I looked up the website and it's she, it's a lot of interviewing mother stuff. So um, if you want those hot tips, Hannah. There no, I'm, just, uh, I'm pretty sure 
that I've been getting <gasps> ads for that podcast. Good. Oh my god. On my like Candy Crush interstitials. Oh! Nice. <laughs> also, and hey, okay, this is great. Link to a petition, and I clicked on the petition, and it's a justice for Elijah McClain petition. Okay. Nice, Chantal. Good. Didn't ever, didn't necessarily get the activist vibe, and I appreciate that. She was in the I Got a Feeling Black Eyed Peas music video. She's also hilarious. I know. Our history of the music videos on this show. I know, right? She proved them wrong. (laughs) She also got featured in Cycle 11 as one of those top models in action. Mm. So she's, you know, and she's going to guest star in Cycle 12 along with Bianca in a runway teach. What? So get ready for that. I don't remember that at all. She's walked for Oscar de la Renta, Lauren Conrad, the Pussycat Dolls fashion show. <laughs> and she's actually has a listing of a lot of stuff. It seems like right now she's really focused on motherhood. Sure. And she's got some gorgeous, like, natural motherhood photos. It's actually really worth uh, looking at some of the cool photos that she's done le- recently. And she's got one very amusing listing of a modeling shoot she did. Because she modeled for a magazine, called, I think it's a magazine, called Farmer's Clothing in New Zealand. And I just like to imagine it's that cover girl thing with the yellow Yay! and the... And the like, yeah. They're like, you want to use this? I would love it like if there was like a law in New Zealand that you have to be entirely accurate when you're like naming a magazine. <laughs> yep. This is just... Farmer's, farmer's clothing. clothing. And then let's talk Salisha real quick. Yep. Sal- uh, so no matter how much you as a listener, one of us, dislike Salisha... She doesn't care because Alicia has, I'm going to go out on a limb and say top three careers of any of the people we've listed. She books. Oh, oh, she books and is booking. Her name is Salisha LaShawn Stowers. Okay. And she mostly goes by Sal Stowers now, which is kind of nice. Actress, humanitarian and fitness um, certified personal trainer. She became, oh, and then, it matters only that you love. And she also works with World Vision USA, which looks like a charity. Mm-hmm. She's, she went full actor. Full actor. Ah. She's, been on, she's been on New Girl. She's been on Ugly Betty. She's been on The Exes. And she became a big soap opera star. Oh. She was on All My Children for 42 episodes. Wow. As Cassandra Foster. Oh, wait. <laughs> then since, and currently, since 2015, she's played the character of Lanny Price, Lonnie, maybe, oops, I should look that up. Lonnie Price, who cares? I'm, I'm human. <laughs> in Days of Our Lives, you can look up so many clips of this character, including one that is classic soap opera, where sh- her character said that she went off to a nunnery, she crashes a wedding <gasps> dressed in full nun garb, <gasps> and then pulls off the nun stuff to reveal a gorgeous gown and says, I never became a nun. <gasps> And it's just like why were you wearing the nun habit i have never because no that was her fake plot line i looked at all never been more jealous of a top model contestant (laughs) i know and there's some interesting stuff like when she was first introduced to days of our lives tv source magazine says about her character i'll say it's disappointing that once again an actress of color remains an afterthought in a genre that once placed a value on showcasing diversity which is interesting basically when her character was added to days of our lives a lot of people just said it was kind of like just there to have like token a couple diversity. of additional yeah token characters and what's great is that she's become a really popular character and y'all she's been in under 300 episodes what and it's still on the show wow so that's like what she's known as plus 
IMDb says that she is a recurring series regular in a new show that's just been announced called Beyond Therapy. And I don't know much about that except for I think she had a character name listed, but she's in every episode of that. She has the time if she's on a soap opera. Jesus. So she became, she went full actor. She went full actor. My instinct was to say that I was surprised and that I would not have guessed that she would have been one of our ones to go full actor. But thinking about the acting that she did as a contestant. As Celicia on Top Model. Good for her. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, absolutely good for Celicia. And also everything that I looked up of contestants talking about Celicia seems pretty positive or neutral. And also very few of the contestants seem to think that she was like in on the conspiracy. Maybe I just didn't see one that revealed some yeah. information that, that I just don't know. I think that tracks with how the show presented it. I think so too. I think when she was in the bottom, she was, re- especially against Jenna, she was actually pretty worried about going home because Jenna was the strongest of the three. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I'll, I'll say this. It's a weak top two. Yes. Yeah. Which the show clearly knew. And also based on the top model math, the call out order that we've talked mm-hmm. about a couple of times that you can view in its entirety on the Wikipedia page for the specific cycle, the top three should have been Jenna, Lisa, Heather, which that's a strong that's a top three. Super strong, strong top, top three. three. Yeah. It's so funny. Lisa is, I think, technically second or something with Jenna as the first, maybe that and Heather tracks. as third. Maybe I maybe I'm getting that wrong. I I I didn't write that down, but it's just so funny because I'm like, Lisa might be one of the biggest where she actually placed and where she should have placed that we've ever had. Yeah. Because six is like feels like forever ago. Yeah kind of eulogize them a little more i guess we've talked about them but like i definitely didn't change my opinion super much because <laughs> I, I because we didn't actually know who Celicia was on the show like the glimpses of Celicia that we saw i pr- far preferred and i wish we had seen mm-hmm. that person yeah yeah and i definitely forgot how chantal how like single-minded chantal was me too i didn't remember a lot about chantal at all and I don't dislike her, but I actually feel like all the all the BS that we went through therapy using therapy on these girls mm-hmm. and making them be vulnerable and all that stuff that was like constantly thrown at us. I feel like this is a top two that we knew the least about. Yeah. Well, it's because I think that they wanted it. They wanted it, but they were also bubbly. And so they were yep. like, oh, we don't have to therapize them because they're so happy all the time. Especially if the theory that 17 is getting more involved mm-hmm. holds true, yeah. which does track for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, this is the last cycle with Twiggy. I oh, think we can eulogize Twiggy. Twiggy. Yeah, Twiggy. I actually, in her first couple of cycles, really liked her as the new judge. Yeah. I thought yeah. she added a different perspective and I really liked her. I also think she was pretty good. I think Twiggy was best used when she was at Teaches. I agree. I think I think she was good, a good enough presenter and also like... The girls clearly generally liked Twiggy. There was a different energy this cycle with Twiggy, though. This felt very like, oh, maybe Twiggy stayed one season too long. Yeah. Yeah. And in the future, most of these new people only stay for three. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is the reason. It's really interesting to watch a season of the show where the biggest villain is the show itself. Yes. Absolutely. Because... Just, I accept, and I think anybody who really loves reality TV in whatever form accepts that the producers are picking narratives. Oh, yeah, of course. And you would have to. Reality TV is an editor's medium. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Got it. But the things that they picked were just so far away from reality and from what we were seeing that it almost felt insulting. Yeah. This felt the most shenanigans that we've seen. For of sure. like, And we saw how cobbled together and like we saw all the bumps and things of trying to stick these stories and see this was the only time we have pointed out almost every episode some big wild editing switcheroo yeah and i think that's telling of the disjointedness of the show i also think the show is getting in its way because instead of letting plot lines and narratives for the individual contestants naturally happen or to use what naturally organically comes from the contestants and their own interactions in the panel room they're forcing these moments yeah they're forcing bottom twos that include someone who needs to be quote tall to lesson and they're like making it happen in a way that yeah it's, it's a little insulting it's also sometimes feels like they don't know what we as fans want to see yeah. yeah they definitely didn't feel like they knew who people would like i'll be really interested when we start cycle 10 which i remember being one of my more favorite Me ones too. it's a new judge i know alexander loves paulina i'm gonna be so and- disappointed i'm sure and I know it's when you've rewatched the least, Hannah. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember Cycle Ten that well at all, honestly. Yeah. So, and I've been purposely making sure not to randomly watch episodes so I could be as fresh as possible for it because something tells me we're going to see a very different top model in Cycle Ten because it, I, I almost feel like it'll be a, like a soft reboot in a way. And if you think this podcast is a soft reboot of life, <laughs> yeah. TV, our sanity sure. you should rate okay. review and subscribe to this podcast we love hearing your thoughts or you know let us know what you're ready for um you can always send us an email at popletum.com make sure to mm-hmm. follow us on spotify do all you know the things you're here you know the things you get it and and if you know this i always show think, us who's on the other side of the wall <laughs> these t- <laughs> these transitions i got you i got seasons, you alexander uh, these transitions between seasons are the perfect time to tell a friend. Grow your own home, Podlatum Hive, even if it's your dirty little secret. There's someone in your small town or big city that is all about top model. Uh, you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And also, a lot of you just find me on Instagram, and I find that very impressive. And we got a great one from Gabby um, recently, who gave us permission for this quote to read this quote, which is I recently discovered Pod Leadum, and I have to say this is the best content I've consumed in a long time. I'm currently a grad student working slash studying crazy hours, and I've started looking forward to my commute so I get to listen to you, Hannah, Jane, and Alexander. Thank you for bringing so much joy, and I cannot wait for reviews of Cycle 10. And 18. The little teasers of, hi, I'm Laura, have made me crack up already. Cheers to you all. So Gabby's looking forward to Cycle 10, which is great. And be like Gabby and make sure to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you post so that we can can get those messages and maybe share it on the air. Who knows? We do what we want. Easiest way to say them. I also, I feel like you can tell. You can tell. Uh, a real pod lead and fan when they say Hannah Jane. Yeah. <laughs> but no one, I, we, we always say just Hannah, but and like you don't mind, obviously. So don't feel bad if you've ever just said Hannah, but like Hannah Jane I'm is like, on oh, a lot of resentment. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> so for pod lead, I've been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm 
Jane. That's what the J stands for. <laughs> w. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.